Welcome to the We Are District One podcast with your host, Broward County School Board member, Daniel Fogenholy. Join as he discusses issues across the district and has quality conversations with different leaders in Broward County and across the state. Here's your host, Daniel Fogenholy. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the We Are District One podcast. I am your host, Broward County School Board member, Daniel Fogenholy. Thank you for tuning in, and today I have a special guest, a good friend, a leader in Broward's District 1, um, but all of Broward. He's all over the place, but I want to welcome to the show Pastor Javen Campbell. Thank you for being on the show, sir. What's up, board member? There, you, <laughs> there you go. Board I, member Fogenholy. Yeah, I said the wrong I'm not title doing before. that. Uh, yeah. How do you say your last name, though? For, for... It's Fogenholy. Fogenholy. That's right. Nice. That's right. I remember we. Uh, I had a chance to go to Now Church. Yeah. Um, how, did you, how, how did you end up there? What do you mean? <laughs> like, how did you? Oh, I heard. So listen, I heard Uh-oh. there were a couple of my principals. So I came across Instagram mm-hmm. and I saw Pastor Carlton. Yeah. And But it was interesting because it was one of the Instagram posts was the baptisms. Wow. And there was baptisms and I saw the back of his head. <laughs> And, and I said, wait a minute. And <laughs> I said, uh, he looks familiar. And then he turned around and I said, that is Principal Campbell. Yeah. I said, hold on, I have to show up at church. <laughs> and when I showed up there, there was maybe three principals. You got <laughs> yeah, teachers, yeah, you have, have staff. I said, wait a minute. Yeah. So it was it's the smartest church in Broward. The smartest, <laughs> smartest church. Kids all well behaved. All well, yeah. <laughs> well behaved. But I believe in education. Man, it was a, it was a blessing. So that's Amen. that's really what got me there. And well, we're glad to have you. Yeah, it you was your awesome. Family. You have such a beautiful family. Thank you so much. Yeah. I was, I'm blessed, man. But it was Absolutely. funny because during the service. You know, you you came out and you said we have a special guest, Superintendent Fogenholy. I said nope. I said no, not. I, I not. thought that's what you called you guys. <laughs> no, not I superintendent. Corrected. I'm gonna get you in trouble. Yeah, that's it. Get me in trouble. That's too much pressure. I, Although so, I did meet the superintendent uh, did. recently at Pastor Carlson's uh, homegrown service. Uh, that's it. What what was his name? Uh, superintendent Lakata. Superintendent Lakata. He did a great. Him and uh, the the young lady that spoke with him. I want to say uh, I don't remember who was with him. Yeah, I don't remember either but she yeah. did a good, both of them did a great presentation yeah man and that was that was a tough uh tough loss to our district man to, yeah. to everybody and that's why you know one of the things i, I told people is um you know he's a great principal yeah he's he a great man yeah like, people was. don't don't understand and i was like and i saw him as a pastor and, and somebody that every single time i would see him he would pray for me every time <laughs> it didn't matter the first time i met him he said i know the governor placed you here but it wasn't him. It's God that put God, you here. Yeah. Don't don't forget the the responsibility of what you're here to do. Yeah. And I said no. I appreciate it. No, Carlton was the real deal, man. That's real how deal. dad. You know, you you wouldn't have never met my dad. My my dad mm-hmm. passed away uh, many years ago, but yeah. you know, during the '80s, Bishop James Campbell, you know, he was ahead of his time, a black man in America, mm. you know, raising 13 children. Him man. and uh, my mom. Uh, he was an entrepreneur, owned multiple properties, pastored. And then worked with then Governor Bob Graham and mm. all city officials, just really, really ahead of his time yes. in the sense of uh, partnering school and community with uh, church. And that's how we were raised. I'm the wild one out of <laughs> <laughs> exactly like out say, of everybody. We said the black you know, sheep. <laughs> I'm like the black it. sheep. Uh, <laughs> no pun intended, but you know, Carlton. You know, yeah. he was he was the you know he represented. I would say what. 
wow. what my how my dad uh, uh, rolled. You know, gotcha. conservative, very stoic, yes, leader, uh, very very um, a great man of faith. And, yes, you know we uh, we miss him dearly, and it's just amazing to see his impact on which I you know because I left here, and I know I'm kind of, we're kind of all over the place with this interview, but yeah. I left here. Um, right after high school, mm -hmm. you know, and hadn't been back here since, uh, you know, except for family visits and things yeah. like that. So I didn't know uh, the type of impact my family has had on the Broward County community mm -hmm. as far as the school board system, as well as the um, BSO, yes. the Sheriff Department, all that. And uh, to see all the people that showed up to celebrate his life and, and the impact and all the stories and all the influx of email right. and media that we continuously get yes. even now. Um, it really is a testament to, you know, his partnership with the uh, Broward County School, School Board. That's right, man. And it's, uh, I, I was telling a couple of people, too. I was telling, um, well, your nephews. I was telling them, I was like, he set the bar high. Yeah. Like, for to just to be a better man um, and just to make sure. I, one of the things that I've heard consistently was there were no wasted words. No. That, that was, like, I was like, man, that's, that's a big thing. When you say no wasted words every yeah. time you talk to someone and... Um, you know, it, like I said, it was just such an impact, man. But yeah, and your family is is a blessing. Like Amen. I said, the Broward County man, they're a blessing, and that's an example of what it is. And it's a lot of us still continues. Exactly, you guys roll deep. <laughs> Thirteen kids. Yeah, I'm like, a man, lot. that's a, a phenomenal thing. But let's talk about, you know, like you said, you were were the wild child. Yes. Went to high school. Yes. Where'd you go? Hollandale. Home Chargers. of the Chargers. Go let's Chargers. go. You know what I mean? Um, rich history, right? Yeah. And and that's the thing. We take such pride in the alumni yeah. that come from District 1. I, that's one thing that I'm learning. And people take such pride, man, especially the Chargers celebrating 50 years. Yeah. Um, we were there, you know, with Pastor Sanders and out there. It was awesome. Um, it was good. They turned the auditorium into a church service. Did it they? was fan phenomenal. <laughs> um, but it was so many stories, so much wow. history. And wow. then from going from there, you know, what happened after high school? What happened to the taking those steps? Where'd you go? So I ended up going to a private Christian school called Lee University mm -hmm. in uh, the mountains of Cleveland, Tennessee. Yeah. Uh, it was a dry county, so we didn't even have an Applebee's. It's <laughs> 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 cut off from the rest of the world yes. for four years. Focus on education. Focus on education. And, uh, and then after that, I took a job in um, Tampa for uh, a little while as a worship leader and as a music director. Mm of a uh, then unknown church, but then became a big church, a, multi a mega church. And um, I ended up getting a record deal from that oh, cool. uh, a while there yeah. in Tampa. I, I ended up getting discovered, if you want to call it that. Yeah. And then I moved to Los Angeles, California, and mm. I was in L.A. Uh, for 15 plus years doing uh, independent music on my side, gospel music, faith-based music. But okay. I was also doing uh, 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 theater, and I was then started doing uh, cinema, started doing movies, yes. commercials, modeling, all that stuff. And uh, and then into uh, hosting and producing, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Awesome. And then fast forward, um, I said yes to the call mm -hmm. uh, nine years ago to come back to South Florida. That's right. And launch the Now Church. That's amazing. Here we are. That's amazing. And Now Church booming. <laughs> now and it's <Church> interesting. <laughs> so funny you say that. So so with uh, that's something we share in common because that's one of the that's the route I took too, mm. right? And it was you know. I tell kids all the time, I'm like, can you guys guess what I wanted to be when I got out of high school? <laughs> kids were like, a politician. I was like, no, nobody wants to be a politician that I know of. Right. I don't, you know, not where I'm from. I'm like, I wanted to be a musician, you wow. know? So I was a lead singer of a band. Shut up. Sign a record deal. You sing, stop. 
It's tough. Calm down, Pastor. Uh-uh. Calm down. You better sing a Rap, note, sing. I know. But these people stop Well, come on. I'm not, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing are it. Are you going um, to sing something? We are right here. You got to sing. Do something do important. Okay, so y'all don't know. Do they know you're uh, from Brazil? <laughs> they originally? do know I'm oh, from okay. I say it all the time. Y'all know he speaks Portuguese? Because <laughs> I didn't know that. How about when the Brazilians was trying to speak Spanish? <laughs> Oh, I like, got what is this guy doing? Real fast. What is this like, guy don't doing? Come here with that man. I was like, wow. But you, so, so you learn a lot. <laughs> the record business teaches you a I, lot. You, you tried to segue yeah. out of singing. Oh, I'm not. So, I'm not gonna sing so anything. If I sing, you'll sing. Nope. Oh, when well, I'm not singing, you. We won't even do that. I'm not doing that. I'm not singing. I've retired. What I'm is good. the point of the podcast? No. Oh no. Just to get to know. Podcast. What to is get podcast? To know I don't even know. I don't even know either. I don't know. Dan, I feel like you should sing a little something for oh, these no. people. I didn't know it. you sing. Oh, yeah. Well, I've tried. I was I dabbled in no, singing. No, you had a record deal and doing all no. that kind of stuff. You could sing. So we we started out as a Christian band. Same thing. Nice. I'm going to segue out of it. And then um, we went secular. We signed a secular deal. Um, but we were opening up for the Ushers, Jonas Brothers. Um, Shut up. Yeah, NERD. We opened up for NERD three times. That was my favorite band. Um, but... We connect I with digress. kids with that. Yeah, no, no. We <laughs> connect with kids. But we moved up to New York as a band. Okay. And I remember we moved to New York instead of L.A. I was like, no, New York is is the place to go. So, you know, we learned a lot. And then coming back now, it's, like I said, answering the call. I, you know, felt it was pushing into politics. Mm-hmm. My father was a pastor as well. Nice. He said, nobody, nobody gets called to be a politician. You're, you're going the wrong route, son. <laughs> like, that's not what it is. But, you know, look at us now. It's being on the wow. school board and, and seeing how many kids we can really reach and and see a positive impact and and see how we can change the trajectory for these kids um and music is a big key music is a huge key so even one of the things that i wanted to look into is how do we use music Mm. how do we use the kids passion for music Mm. to get them on track or get them excited about school right one of the things south broward and i'm inviting you now yes south Uh broward high school we have freestyle fridays every once in a while freestyle fridays kids come together they have beats during lunch, and we'll go up there freestyle. All I've that. sung at I've sung at what's my sister's school? What school is she at? Uh, don't make me. Is lie. it for? Is it no? Not for. I don't know. Tanya, Tanya, whatever school. My sister Tanya Campbell. She's a teacher. I'm oh, geez, I'm drawing a blank right now. I'm the one that's being put on blast right now. It's just know no, this. Where's she at? She's off of uh, Pembroke, Miramar Parkway. Whatever that school it's is, that's south of Miramar Parkway, off of uh, University. I think it's elementary school. Don't Anyways, put me on the spot. It is I elementary school, I have done yes. my due diligence. Even though uh, board member Dan won't sing for y'all, <laughs> exactly. I have sung for y'all. There you go. There you go. I freestyled before at a uh, free, free. career day. So I did, no, I did that. It was funny. I, we rapped. It was just a little nice. intro. Now I can't rap. I wish I could. Yeah, but it was funny. And then shout out to my colleague. One of my colleagues was there and she was like, I will never do an event with you again. <laughs> Why are you going to rap before me? And I'm over here going to have to talk to people about right. making rules. Right. Like, this is what we do. We make your rules. I love uh, that, though. But, yeah, so it's it's been a, a long ride. Full circle, you know? right? Yeah, man, full circle. Yeah. And, you know, and then you think about it now. You're just like, if you could tell your younger self where you would be now, it's it's wild. Because yeah. you're like, I don't, yeah, I don't believe it. So, purpose finds you, though. Hmm? I said purpose finds you. That's right. You know, you have your callings. You have your desires. But at the end of the day, that same purpose, that same... Uh, a point that God placed within your life, the yeah. reason why you are alive, the reason why you're breathing. You know, we have all these things that we do mm. that we might be gifted at, but like the point of your existence, if you are yielded to God, I think finds you. And yeah. obviously, you know, education and youth and impact in the community uh, was always yours. That's big. And so. I think uh, that's like uh, one of the, the deep things too, because especially with kids, there's so much pressure. Yeah. 
on our children, right? To to find out what are you doing, mm. what what do you want to be when you grow up? Yeah, where are you going? What's next? <laughs> what do you? And you talk to them, and there's so much pressure. Like these kids are, you it's know, a it, it's a lot of pressure. Yeah, well, it's a lot. And some a lot for grown people. <laughs> yeah, and some kids have it together. You're talking about I'm in tenth grade. Yes, well, when I graduate, I want to go to this college, and I want to do this, major in this, minor in this, and I want to, you know, then yeah. do this, and then. Wait a minute. Yeah. It's okay to, to let's Chill figure out it out, man. Let's figure it out and, and enjoy the time now. Enjoy um, that. And, you know, so we want to support kids because it's a lot of pressure when they don't know, yeah. you know, what to, you know, to figure it out what. But then when somebody finds out what their purpose is, when they find out what that calling can't is, beat it. man, you can't beat it. Yeah. And that's it. And I noticed even with music, and I think you could relate to this, was because you did, it was Christian music. Mm-hmm. So to know the purpose behind the music is not to, to go platinum. That's not the, the goal. It's to, to really reach people, touch people, change their lives. Mm-hmm. That's the purpose. Yeah. For me, I loved the positive impact that it made on people's lives. Mm-hmm. I love making people smile, making them happy. I love making that impact. And then I saw that. I said, wait a second. So music is not my purpose. It's that. Wow. It's, it's making sure I find that. So even with this, it's being a board member it's not a fun job. It's not a fun. It is when it's for right. some parts. When you right. see the um, the kids, when you see the accomplishments, being out here, making connections with people, it's awesome. But the amount of pressure that it's it's there, it's not a fun job. Right. But finding the purpose of it, what it is that I'm doing, you can you can look past that. And it drives you, know? you to continue to do what you do. Correct. Yeah. Correct. A lot of work. But so the purpose keeps you going. That's it. So I just wish we you know we find more kids to understand that. Find your purpose. Yeah. Find what it is, your why, and and really go after it. So, you know, one of the things we want to talk. So now church was in Hollywood, still is. Somewhat. Based, right? <laughs> so now, and you guys, interesting enough, because we moved locations. Yeah. And now at Nova High School. Yes. Nova Shout High School. Shout out to Yemi, Principal Yemi. Yep. Home of the Titans. <laughs> Home of the Titans. You guys, you guys do it. So you guys have a great presence on Instagram, by the way. I love oh, the social you. media team. Thank really you. great. <laughs> They'll appreciate um, You know what I mean? It's, it's really awesome. So I love watching the videos and stuff. Um, and it was funny because recently they posted a video. And I was like, what do you do? Well, I'm part of the, the welcome team. What wouldn't you do? Be a pastor. <laughs> that was that's my favorite answer. That was my so favorite answer. Don't blame answer. them. <laughs> I'm like, this is a good point. Um, so how has that been? So, so with that, and I love people to hear that because I talk about that partnership. We have a lot of schools that do have partnerships with churches, mm-hmm. places of faith that rent out our schools. How did that come about? How has it been working out? Well, a couple of things. First off, I, I you know we're a church, what you call a church plant. I'm I'm not only the pastor, but I'm the founder of a now church, which is a uh, a little bit harder mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> than just taking a job Definitely. as a pastor. Definitely, uh, you're starting from scratch. You're starting with nothing. You have no budget. You have no resources. You have no building. You don't even guarantee it in a congregation. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So it's like so. Nine years ago, I literally in 2014 came and and said. Hey, listen. Let's let's answer the call to ministry, and um, I think we probably had three people or four people that showed up that first Sunday, yeah. you know, and uh, and just kept going from there. So mm-hmm. when you have uh, a dream and a vision uh, that God gives you for something like that, you know, what is then strategic is the different people that He sent along the way to partner with you mm-hmm. to help that vision come into fruition. Yeah, and. Um, you know, in South Florida with the market and, uh, you know, for buildings and whatnot and the expenses and all that, you can really be basically climbing a, a uphill battle that That's you right. probably 
you know, never going to win without a partnership. Yeah. And um, we were renting a, a great facility um, there in Hollywood. A good friend of mine who owned a TV studio, uh, Trinity Broadcasting Network. Huge. They are repurposing that property for um, other buildings and construction that's going to go up on that property, which the building was fine, but mm. uh, around it, it was getting ready to, they were going to start bulldozing and gotcha. doing a lot of major construction. And you know this with working with kids. Mm -hmm. You can't have kids and families you know, driving in and out of that and whatnot. That's just an opportunity right. for a lot of casualties, not casualties, but a lot of possible accidents. Yeah, liability. Like yeah. Liabilities. So at the <clears throat> kind of on the last minute kind of thing, uh, we were able to connect with uh, Principal Yemi and Nova High School, and they were uh, looking for someone to partner with, with mm. the auditorium. They hadn't rented it out in years or, mm. or, or a long time at least. And we were looking for a place yes. uh, that we needed for uh, worship uh, in the interim of uh, finding a building. Anyone out there? That's that, right. That want to hook a brother up? That's right. <laughs> Find any buildings out there? Dope need church <laughs> needs a building, yes, though. Yes. <laughs> uh, but what I want to say before God and man was that uh, uh, Principal Yemi, man, and her staff embraced us a hundred and ten percent, and I cannot tell you. I love it how much of a blessing that was at that time. Mm. She too had been impacted by my brother, uh, Principal Carlton, who yes. she had said, you know, big brothered her, you know, when she first came into the county and how much of a blessing. And somebody whispered in her ear, you know, she didn't know initially that I was wow. his brother. <clears throat> wow. So as we're walking through the place, somebody whispered in her ear that, oh, you do know that's Carlton's brother. And then she came and told me, and she told me the story about how he helped her and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, her exact words to me was, you know, however we can partner with you all, you know, uh, we're here. Mm -hmm. And um, it's been a partnership ever since. The people embraced Nova because that was a little bit of a drive mm -hmm. from where we were. Yeah. But people embraced it. Uh, some of the kids from Nova University have been coming over. And awesome, that's man. what we wanted. You know, yes. we wanted to make sure that we, you know, as a church, you want to, you, you don't want to just do something, right, mm -hmm. Dan? You want to make an impact. That's right. And uh, with us being there, uh, in a local school hmm. and around other educational uh, uh, facilities, it gave us a greater, which I didn't even see that, you know, mm -hmm. I didn't even see that, I'll be honest with you, but it gave us a greater uh, insight and impact into the uh, the young adults and the youth in That's that right. area, you know, even doing uh, some Bible studies and things like that over right. at the library uh, at Nova University, which is right across the street. That's huge, yeah, because you have Nova Southeastern <coughs> over there, Broward College right next door. Mm -hmm. um, their dorm, yeah, the dorms, FAU, I think UF has even like a, a campus a there something. or something they do. I'm like, golly, everybody's over here. <laughs> Harvard um, is over there. Oh, okay. Like, you know, so everybody's out there, which is, you're right. You know, in that community, especially students, mm -hmm. a lot of them, especially when they're not from here, um, you know, they almost... Need a community. Need a, need a community. And that's what you know, church and is that's for. what it is. It's community. Exactly. Yeah. And then, of course, like you said, the Bible study, the small groups, the churches within the church, mm. that's like the real church of when it happens. It's huge. I always tell people, you know, like, you can go to service. That's great. But you need to get plugged in, man. When you get plugged in and sort of get that community yeah. and accountability, when you have those people that are, are right there for you, man, and be able to know what you're going through and be able to talk to people, you know, that's how you really get plugged in, especially the students. It'll be great. Um, over there now, it's with huge for any student, huge. It's huge. I would tell any young person watching, not only in uh, college but in high school as mm. well. You know, looking back, and you know this as well. Yeah. Looking back, you know, if you had that spiritual accountability or just that moral compass, yeah. That just and accountability. I want to say I'll be talking about this on Sunday, but accountability is uh, is not 
it's not people um, checking on you. It's you checking in mm. with people. That's right. You know, coming, you know, like, so sometimes people say, well, the church didn't check on me. Well, it's technically not the church's responsibility to check on you. It's your responsibility to let the church know that you need to be checked on. Mm -hmm. You see, now if the church doesn't do so, then that's a different story. But it really is important that you let people know, hey, I'm not doing well. Or, hey, something is is going on in my marriage or in my relationship or, you know, this class. I I remember being in, in class and saying to certain people, hey, like I couldn't like statistics in me was was like oil and water, mm-hmm. you know. And yeah. I was like, I need help. Correct, <laughs> correct. And it was those accountability yeah. relationships uh, that helped me get through, you know, my years in college and stuff like that. So, yeah. I, so uh, you know, don't underestimate coming together, right. you know, with the church family. I'm telling you, you, there's a lot of people that I don't need church. I don't need, look. Y'all, y'all. Yeah, you may not tripping. say that, but <laughs> y'all, coming in midnight yeah, hour, I you need help. Yeah, we, so we need help. Yeah, and especially now, Pastor, that's one of the things what? that, like you said. I wouldn't do this work without yeah, church. With our, yeah, and with, <clears throat> without students, or with our students, where we're going through, a, uh, it feels like a crisis, mm-hmm. you know, a mental health crisis, mm-hmm. and, and not having, and I think for them, they, they don't have an outlet, they don't have um, that safe place to go, um, <clears throat> and for, for us, it's, what are your thoughts with that? Because I know you do have, a, you know, you have students in the church. You deal with it. You work with young people. Um, going through now, times have changed, right? Um, between factors, you have social media, all these different things, so many factors that are in there now. Like I said, the pressures that are coming in. What is one of the things that you notice, and, and what can we do better? Well, I'll tell you, you're absolutely right. Statistics show us that you know uh, suicide, depression, and all those things are at an alarming rate. And sometimes when you say that, people go, "Ah, oh, yeah, they're just making it up." And it's like it's not being made up. This is a, these are factual numbers that really lets us know that our children in this generation, and, and dare I say, parents as well are being pressured constantly uh, through just this overwhelming access of communication of the need to feel to be something that they may not be able to acquire, at least not just yet. So that pressure to perform has become very great and that has caused, I think, way more mental unhealthiness than anything else. What we try to do at Now Church is, I my degree is in psychology, first and foremost. So even when I preach and speak, I speak from a psychological standpoint. So when I look at the scriptures, I ask the question, how does this apply to me, first and foremost, as an individual? Sometimes we try to reach the masses when in order to reach the masses, you have to start with the individual. And so I try to tailor tell uh, tell my uh, teaching style to speak to the individual person. I try to uh, teach all of our leaders and pastors and ministers to do the exact same thing because at the end of the day, God utilizes our hearts by way of our minds, you know, by way of our persona or our perspective and our personalities. And a lot of what you're seeing and a lot of what our young people are dealing with is because they don't have what you call a healthy perspective on life. And there's a difference between having the right perspective and having the right perception. I don't judge people too much by their perception because your perception is only your perception is based upon your experience. Your perception is based upon what you've been exposed to, what you've been around. So if somebody comes in here right now and just starts, you know, cussing us out or got a wild attitude, you know, if that's all they've ever known, if that if that's all they know how to deal with tragedy or yeah. trauma is to cuss people out, fight and whatnot. 
you can't judge them too much. What I can challenge them on is getting a new perspective about what they're dealing with. Perspective speaks to your attitude. It speaks to the attitude about what you're dealing with. You know, I know that <clears throat> normally if I'm in a situation like this, I quit because I saw my mom quit. I saw my dad quit. Normally situation situation like this, I fight or I turn to uh, substance abuse or whatever the case may be because that's what I was around. But if I can get a word or a church or a preaching or a sermon or a mentor, somebody that starts changing my attitude about what I've been through. You understand? Right. Change my attitude about the abuse I suffered as a kid. Yeah. Change my attitude about the teacher that didn't want to see me graduate, the coach that didn't let me play, the the the, the person that broke my heart and you know this relationship that didn't work out or the job that fired me unfairly. See, if I change my attitude about that, then I start realizing I'm not a victim. I realize that I'm actually stronger because I survived whatever it was that I've been through. My childhood was hell. That breakup with almost lost my mind. That you know, I've never been you know the one picked in the family. I was yes. always ostracized. Whatever it is that you went through in life, your if you can get the right information that will change your attitude about your situation, you change the game. That's it. That's really you it. Change the game. That's powerful. That is powerful. And I think with, funny enough, I did a, a visit yesterday, and I went to McNichol Middle. Shout I out went to McNichol, to McNichol Middle. Middle. Did you go? <laughs> All right, so let me tell you about three schools. So that way yes, you know. You so go. I did Colbert Elementary. Okay. McNichol Middle School. Yes. And Hollandale High. And Hollandale High. So now Principal Benka Coker is there. <laughs> and we talked. That was the first thing we talked about. Wow. And we talked about, and then Miss Lee as well. We, we sat down with Miss Lee and we were talking about even children that are getting referrals and kids that are getting in trouble. It's the same group of kids. And I even spoke spoke to another board member in Duval County that he was doing you know different programs to really address that. How is it that they continue to have the same behavior? Mm -hmm. And if they're getting referrals and getting the same kids over and over again recycling, wait a second, we got we got to get involved here. Mm -hmm. So they started doing now an extra class. It, it's on during the week that they're actually getting these kids and they're mentoring. Mm -hmm. They're bringing other perspectives. Great. Um, even for me, right? It's weird to hear people say you're a politician. Mm -hmm. right? Like politicians, we have such a, an idea as a right. what a politician is. Growing up, I would never know that it would be a possibility for me to be in this arena. Right. Never. It's not for me. That, that's not for me. And I hear kids say that, and it drives me crazy. When they're, oh, that's not for me. Yeah. No, that's not from where I'm from. That's not for me. No, but when if I, I could sit down and show you that it's possible. That anything you think is you possible. Have it bad. Yeah, like listen, man, listen. <laughs> let me tell you the about pastor thing. Oh, so, you know <laughs> let me tell you this story. Let me tell you where I'm coming from, right? Let me tell you about my grades. Let me tell you about my experience. Let me, you know, take show kids and invest into them and say anything is possible. You can do this. And and I always say this: Broward kids are built differently. We're built. I like that. We're built a little bit with a little bit more swagger and yeah. a little bit more grit, right? But let kids know. Wait a second. You have more power than you think. We're going to invest into you and you can do something. You right. don't let somebody count you out. And like you said, change that perspective. You got to, you have to change that. So for me, especially kids in our district, we're so diverse and diversity brings, gives us power. And I always tell kids, you, you get into a room and if you look different, you're not less than, yeah. it gives you power. Yeah. Take that and make it power. Yeah.
right? They don't look like you. It's power. And there's something for you to learn. Yeah. So, so our kids it. look at me like I'm crazy sometimes. They're like, <laughs> like, no, that's, that's it's not true, what it feels though. like. It's true. But it's the truth. So yeah. it, it's sort of just changing that, that's having good, more then. conversations, yeah. more just feeding into kids, man, and saying, no, like getting to know them. And I think from in the seat, one thing I've noticed as a board member, um, we've created silos. It's like, it feels like a bubble for the, for the school board. I want to eliminate that. I want to create more partnerships like you were talking about, like your father did, to creating more partnerships with faith leaders, with, with community leaders, with our city commission, with our mayors. Let's, hey, people want, let's do this together. These are our children to make sure that we are doing everything they can to have the brightest future, um, but also just to let everybody in, but also just say, hey, how can we work together to make this move forward? How can we make this better? You know, and then just empower these kids. So, you know, it's, it's working, man. Mentorship programs is tough, but we were <laughs> trying coming. to do things, bullying, you know, and I don't think one of the things we've done a terrible job at is talking to our kids, talking to our staff. Like we don't, again, that bubble and you create a wall that even when I talk to my principals at times or, or teachers, it's sort of like, oh, I can't really talk, talk to you. And I'm like, who are, who are you scared of? Like, who is, is there somebody hiding? Who are you afraid of? But it's a fear almost that it's like, I can't talk. But then you get so much insight if you talk to kids. Yeah. Talk to them. I talked to, talked to one and then at McNichol, we sat down and she was sitting down. I think she was getting in trouble for her cell phone, throwing it out there. But I said, so tell me, what grade are you in? I'm in eighth grade. And where are you going to high school? Hollandale? Mm-mm. Where are you going? I think I'm going to go to Miami. I said, Miami. Oh. <laughs> Why you want to go to Miami Dade? What happened? She said, Broward Schools is not what it used to be. Oh. And I said, Tell me more. Come on. And she said, Well, there's too many rules. And I said, Well, <laughs> as somebody that makes the rules, I was like, Tell me what you mean. And she said, You make the rules. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. And but we started having a good conversation. I loved that. Her friend walked in, we started talking. And I said, Well, wait a second, you guys are both in uniforms. I like uniforms. And her friend said, I don't. And I said, well, I like uniforms, and I believe that everybody should wear uniforms in Broward County. And then her friend was like, oh, no, that's an awful idea. And she said, I don't think it's a bad idea at all. I said, really? Why not? And she said, because bullying is a big problem in our schools. And I believe if you put them in uniforms, it'll help kids that cannot afford outfits and clothes. And it puts us all on the same level. I said, that's it. I said, wait a second, this is, this is a yeah, child now, exactly. right? The ones that we ignore, hold on, exactly. this is a child. She said, it puts us on the same level and we can focus on education. I said, exactly. exactly. I said, I agree with that. And then that's one of the things too. A lot of our kids, we can't expect them to value other kids, teachers, respect other kids, teachers, until they respect and value themselves. And we need to teach our kids how to do that. And when we empower them and we teach them to respect themselves, it can go off to everywhere else. We can start. That's a good starting point. And you find out they know more than you think they know. Oh, yeah. You know, so it's like if you just honestly have the conversation, you can then steer the perspective and the perception the right way. Yeah. But just like how you sat down with those two, you really find out there's a lot of common sense uh, values that are there and a lot of insight, too, Mm. that can help uh, us as leaders. Yeah do a better job and uh, steering the community because they know what's really going on. That's right. They deal with it every single day. Right. And then now, and just, you know, I want to meet them where they're at. And we think about when we were in school, things are different, but not as different as we think. No. 
because we all went through the same thing. Same basics, right? yeah. We were, we, were same, we were right there. So let's say you were passionate about music, right? And you were passionate about that. Um, what, what were you doing in high school? Were sports? Were you doing music in high school? How was that experience for you at Hollandale? Yeah, you take me way back now. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, in high school, I was in high school is where I started singing. High school is where the music began. Well, no, I did band at mm -hmm. McNichol. They had a band program, uh, a pretty decent band program back then. Uh, so I played uh, trombone. <clears throat> trombone. You played trombone. I played trombone in the band at McNichol oh, Middle School. <laughs> you're, you're one of those kids bumping in everything. I love. <laughs> Hey, I made first chair a couple of times. But anyways, uh, <laughs> it wasn't until I go to uh, Hollandale that I got into singing. Because Hollandale at that time had a, a kick butt, butt um, choir right. music program. Right. Uh, Mr. Lowell Lampkin, he's a legend in Hollandale. And he taught a lot of us. You know, we, we uh, went to state a couple of times, mm -hmm. you know, performed. Uh, a lot of great uh, contemporary music, a lot of ballads. I learned uh, jazz. I learned a lot of you Fantastic. know stuff, so it really opened my eyes beyond the borders of Hollandale, the city, yeah. and the experience as a black kid growing up in South Florida to this world of music. Because you know, music is so universal, and uh, you know, we learned um, uh, Italian and, and and classical pieces, and you know, it. he really really pushed us. Yes, and that's where the love of music really came from. Because from that, I started getting solos, and then I got put into the ensemble and started. So I started feeling myself. That's it. I was like, wait a second. I, I think I might have something here. Now, see, so that's, that's big, right? So it's, for me, like I said, find what they're passionate about and, and what can we do better, yeah. right? And, and that's one of the things. It's funny because now I'm like, wait a second. We're the sixth largest school district in the country. Wow. Broward County. Wow. And we have about 250,000 kids. And one of the things I thought of, I was like, wait a second. I said, we have kids rapping, singing, making music, writing music. We have bands, jazz bands. Phenomenal. I was like, how do we not have our own record label? So I said, that's one of the things I want to start. And I, and I, I, I talked to it. I said, I believe if we start off a record label and we do that and we empower kids, you want to do that, we're going to teach you. We're going to have clubs to be able to teach you uh, about writing credits. Right. I'm going to teach you how to get publishing. published. Mm -hmm. Publishing. You're going to make a choice which way you want to go. Who do you want to sign with? Can we start on publishing? What are we doing? And from there, I'm like, we can start contests. We can start. You know what? Every school put out a song. We, whoever has the most streams by the end of the year will get ABC. Wow. You know how much we can get to kids kids getting their writing checks you know that empower. can you imagine doing that in high school and be like wait a second but for us to be able to empower you to get that hey we'll get you your single yeah, you're, or, you're setting them up for the you're setting them up for a brighter future i, I, right. I had to, i don't know about you but i had to go and dig for mine i had to go Correct. you know hardcore and find yep. and all that kind of stuff uh but what you're doing with mm -hmm. programs like that or launching things like that is you'd be setting your your kids mm -hmm. in Broward county to win that's right and win big because the you know we've all heard of these uh first uh signed deals where the artist is getting ripped off or you find out they sold a million albums and they only got paid you know mm -hmm. ten thousand. Oh yeah you know and stuff like that well that's how that happens if you yeah. don't know how the business is ran and if you don't know what publishing is if you don't know you know what artist rights are and what percentages are and all that kind of stuff that's how you can get in trouble so when you do programs like this for kids in high school mm -hmm. 
by the time that they get to the uh, collegiate level or get into you know their independent uh, road as an artist or whatever, they'll be well uh, versed and educated in these areas. That's right. Yeah. So it's it's something I'm looking into. You know, one of those things to get. You I know, like kids how excited. you think, Dan. Yeah. I like how you think. So we're gonna take this thing in for landing, <laughs> Pastor. So I gotta ask. So what are you working on? What is, what is going on right now that you would want to tell our audience? Um, you know, different things that you're working on. Well, for us, you know, always as a church, we always are excited to prepare for our uh, SummerSlam Sport Camp yes. uh, program. That's a huge program for us in the Broward County that we bring in upwards of almost 200 kids. It's a paid for program. We raise the money and uh, and we bring in uh, different coaches that do everything from uh, tennis, golf, basketball, volleyball, right. and of tennis. course, we, <laughs> we were trying to make tennis happen this year. <laughs> so we, and then we mentor them uh, along the way. Yeah. We also have uh, Bless the Mic, which is a, a youth thing that's kind of open mic. Uh, kids get the chance to perform, yes. and, uh, seek talents out and whatnot. <clears throat> our food pantry is on pause right now until we get our building, but yeah. we had a food, a very thriving food pantry that uh, we service the Broward County community uh, weekly uh, uh, families, which I really miss that a lot. So we're really, really going hard at you know finding that new location for us and getting that locked in yeah. to make sure that happens. And then, of course, uh, we're just continuing our hands in missions and ministry and all that we can do. I'm got some music stuff that's coming up and there we go some movie things going on i know on. right i see you on tv you all yeah. over the place man <laughs> yeah. he's being real humble right now yeah, but, uh, yeah. As we stay working so it's a lot of a lot yeah. of great things going on and i'm really really uh happy and proud of yeah. though and you know this because uh, we got a similar i didn't know our past was so similar but you know for me um I'm really just excited about the church and what we can do for the community. I, I think at the end of the day, th that's it. You know, I thank God for all my platforms and stages and things that I've been able to do personally with my own career. Yes. But to be honest with you, it's all about families, those kids, uh, you know, helping people through loss of family and, yeah. and the struggles that this life can, can bring. And so I'm very proud of now church and whatever we can do to uh, partner with the Broward County School uh, uh, department, we'd be more than glad to do so. Yeah, it's awesome, and I appreciate that. And and that's the thing, you know, you need to let people know they're not alone. Amen. Like we're here for you, you know, and if you have people here for you, have people rooting for you, um, and, and that's the tough thing, you know, when people feel alone, that's a dangerous place and it's a yeah. scary place. But now I want to thank you for being on, taking Definitely. the time for being here. We appreciate you. I feel underdressed. Yeah, no, stop that. I, like I said, I just, <laughs> and I would have sung pajamas. for y'all. If, if he would have sung for y'all, I would have sung for y'all. No, I'm not doing that. He won't sing. Y'all need to get him to sing. Put the pressure on him. We ain't doing that. They, yes. I feel like they're going to do it. I feel like you're going to end up having to give in. No, 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 right. No way. But no, I appreciate it. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Make sure you subscribe. Um, and yeah, this is the goal of the We Are One, uh, District One podcast, to make sure that we talk about different leaders here in District One and across Broward County. So tune in. Thank you so much. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of the We Are District One podcast. Make sure to subscribe and share. And remember, go District One.